Hello, everybody. Um, first and foremost, I am recording from my AirPods in the car, driving back from California from my soccer trip. So you might hear a little bit of sounds. I'm sorry. We're still getting better at audio because I am still an amateur. Amateur? Amateur. Yeah. I don't know how to say that word. Um, podcaster. Um, but within that, it has been about two weeks since I posted a podcast. And I'm not going to apologize for that. So I'm just going to explain it because I think that's more valid. And I think um, I can use it to explain and help people understand something. Um, the last two weeks, one, have been super, super busy. A lot has happened in my life. Um, but, right, I just didn't – not that I didn't have time. I mean, I didn't really have time. But, like, even when I had the time, I just didn't feel like talking it up into a podcast. I didn't feel like recording because I didn't feel – passionate about what I wanted to talk about yet and so I decided it was smarter for me to wait until I felt ready to talk about something because right I think if I just showed up um as like not wanting to talk about the topic then it wouldn't actually be authentic it wouldn't actually be helpful to somebody because it would just be me recording a podcast because I felt like I had to record a podcast And I don't ever want this podcast to be that. I want this podcast to be something that I feel passionate about, that I want people to hear to hopefully help them. And that's why it's called Help More People. And so within that, um, so the title of this one, I haven't decided actually yet, but it's going to be sort of focused on the idea of understanding life um, in its general form, right? So um, something I think everyone can relate to in the fact that Sometimes life throws us curveballs, and we're not usually ready for those curveballs. We're not usually really the best hitters when it's a curveball coming. It's a little bit of baseball, softball thing there, if you don't get that. Um, Sorry. But with that, right, so um, just a little bit of a backstory explanation here. So obviously there was a pandemic in 2020 and 2020 was probably one of my hardest years. And I think we can all relate to that, that everyone struggled with something in 2020 because all of us got thrown the curveball of quarantine, right? That wasn't something we were raised with. That wasn't something we were used to. We weren't used to being stuck in our house, not able to go around the people we love. Our world's changed. And so for me, a lot happened in 2020 with the idea of me starting off with, um, getting sent home for college from for two weeks originally for spring break and then it getting extended, extended and then going fully online. So I went from living in a house with other athletes in college to being sent back to home to live in my childhood bedroom with my family, not being able to really see anyone but my family. And I love my family, but when you have to spend a lot of time with someone, no matter who they are in the world, you're going to get irritated with each other and things are going to happen and things are going to go on and you're going to want to spend time alone and you're going to get isolated and lonely and you're going to feel all different emotions. And for someone like me who struggles with um, depression and anxiety, uh, that was hard for me. I went through a lot. I went through a really big self-discovery moment in 2020 and the idea of finding out who I was and what that meant to me and for a period there, I really got to the place where I would rather have been dead than be me. And so I did attempt to take my own life and I struggled and went through that and all of that happened. And I'm not saying it like that just to, to push over it, but that's just not the focus of this podcast. 
And that is something I will talk about later down the road. Um, cause it's something I talk about on my Instagram a lot because I like to be very open about it because I think the more we can talk about suicide, the more we can stop suicide because it's such a thing that we try to hide and not talk about enough that we have people struggling in silence. But like I said, not the focus of today. So that's just sort of backstory of what started. And then I went through that, finally admitted to my family that I was struggling, um, got started seeing a therapist, started getting on some meds again, um, was doing a little bit better, was feeling better, was feeling more like I was at least taking care of my health and the idea that I was trying to get better. Um, went to North Carolina and then my sister, I got the worst probably phone call of my whole entire life from my dad. Um, hearing my dad have to tell me that my sister had lost her baby. Um, in the hospital. Uh, sorry, I'm getting a little choked up. You can't see my face, luckily. But um, yeah, it was probably a really hard phone call to hear just because my dad is such a strong person that he's a firefighter. And like, I've never really heard my dad that um, emotionally uh, choked up. And um, I'd never really lost someone like that before. And losing my nephew has probably been one of the hardest things I've had to go through, but also watching my sister and her, um, my brother-in-law, Zach, lose their son has been something that definitely changed my look on life, but has definitely been one of the hardest things I've seen my family go through and something uh, I definitely struggled with in 2020. And um, so, yeah, and within that, right, like it's, that was really hard. And so um I would say from then on, a lot of things happened in my life. I definitely got better mental health wise and the idea of working on myself and working on my health and things like that. But there was also a lot that I still didn't open up about and the idea of my mental health and understanding that I felt a lot of guilt um, about the fact that I wasn't in Arizona when my sister lost um, Henry. Uh, not that I could have actually done anything to help her, obviously, in that moment, but um, it's something I felt, and it was a valid feeling that I think I invalidated in myself, because I kept telling myself, like, that's not a valid feeling, like, your sister's going through hell, you feeling bad about not being there, or you grieving, or you whatever, or you being depressed is not valid, and that is something that I did to myself that I should have never done, because one, it did no help for my family me making myself feel worse and two it did no help for me being able to heal and um that's something that right like I dealt with and I went through and I didn't really leave home much even when pandemic started to sort of um get a little bit better because I felt guilty leaving because I was scared something would happen if I left um and that's something that's really hard for me to admit but I think the more I admit it the more valid it is and that's because emotions are all valid no matter what they are and um so that's something I'm not going to hide but right so then that happened and then um I um my uncle passed away which was also another very hard loss for me because um he was one of the most amazing people on this planet and he was just one of the funniest, kindest human beings. And um, I had to also watch my aunt go through that, which is um, something that's another really hard thing to understand, that, like, watching people you love go through things is really difficult. And so um, that's another thing I went through. And so uh, this podcast is sort of dedicated to 
my nephew Henry, but also my uncle Robert, because um, we really, really miss you. I miss uh, your laughs, and it's everything. Uh, sorry, getting a little choked up here on the podcast. Good thing you can't see my face, because I am not the prettiest crier. Um, but right, and I, and I don't say any of, I don't say all of this right now just to get you to, like, feel bad for me, right? I know everyone went through things in 2020. I'm, I'm giving you this story to understand where I'm coming from and talking about this. Um, so that happened, and then other stuff happened, and COVID happened, and we quarantined, and so for me, my whole life changed, because, which I know everyone's did, but this is just me explaining me, um, my family's a very family people, we're very, we travel to see our family, we spend a lot of Sundays with our whole entire family, our cousins, everything, we, um, I, we're definitely quality time people, like, we spend time with the people we love, and because of COVID, we weren't able to. We weren't able to see people. We weren't even able to hug. I wasn't able to hug my nephew and niece that live literally 15 minutes from me because we were too nervous that we could possibly get them sick. Um, and there was just all this different stuff that we were struggling with. And then, like, right, not only was that all happening where you weren't able to hug the people you loved, but I was grieving. I was struggling with my depression. I was not being honest about my depression, that it was still there. Um I wasn't validating my own emotions and it was just something I was going through. And I still remember to this day that like, I didn't get, and though I kept asking like, why me, why me, why me, why my family, why my sister, why my aunt, like, why did this happen to us? Which right. If you look at it, everyone went through things. So it's like, we can't all say that, but it's like, it was because in the idea of it, right? Like, to be honest, I was in college, I was going to school, and yeah, I was hiding my emotions, but I felt like I had solid ground, like my feet were on the ground, I was in college, I was playing goalie, I was having fun, I was making friends, I wasn't even thinking about my emotions, so I was sort of numbing to them, but I felt like I had solid feet on the ground, then I had shoulder labrum surgery, because I tore my shoulder, then I wasn't able to play the sport I loved, I lost my identity, I gained a bunch of weight, I really struggled with my faith. I struggled with everything. I struggled with my emotions. Then the pandemic hit. Then I got depressed. Then I tried to kill myself. Then my sister lost her baby. Then my uncle passed away. And then the pandemic hit. So I wasn't able to hug my nephew. I wasn't able to see my best friends. I wasn't able to even get really out of the house to, like, decompress. I wasn't able to play the sport I love to decompress. So it felt like I went from my feet standing on the ground to me literally being dropped on my butt time and time and time and time again and I just couldn't figure out how to put my feet back on the ground and I struggled and I struggled for a while and then um the pandemic got a little bit more under control we got back the high school started getting planning on going back to school I reached out to one of my old high school coaches about working at Hamilton I got the job at Hamilton I started working the academy and I went full force, drove right in to going as hard as I could to being the most best coach I could be. That wasn't English. Being the best coach I could be. I went for it. I got busy. I took on jobs. I took on responsibilities. I got busy. I did what I've been doing my whole life. I did the whole get busy, forget about your emotions. As I was preaching to my athletes about take rest, take rest, take care of your body, Oh, your emotions are valid. It's okay to not be okay, right? Which I will say, like, talking to my athletes about that was a way for me to validate my emotions, which was really good for me and was honest about that. But I do think instead of taking time to heal, I 
just said, I need to get my foot back on the ground. That's what I need. I need to get my feet back on the ground, get moving forward. And so I put my feet into work and tried to get my feet moving back on the ground. And yeah, I was still doing therapy. I was doing things. I was doing healthy things to validate my emotions. But I got busy. I took on a bunch of jobs. I started working club soccer. I'm now coaching, um, assisting coaching two club teams that are ECRL level and then a younger team and then helping with goalkeepers. And then I took on a volunteer job at a community college and I have a junior high team in March. I'm assistant for the high school team. Um, I took on literally so many jobs and just got so busy, right? Because when I didn't want to, I didn't want to focus on the thoughts that I felt guilty about things that I felt like I wasn't doing enough to help my family, that I had to watch my sister go through the worst thing that's ever happened to her, that I couldn't take her pain. So I just got busy and I did everything I could to try to take away other people's pain to feel valid. And that's something that in the last couple of weeks I've noticed I did. And yeah, I'm human, right? I'm an adult. I'm, I talk to my athletes all the time. I tell them like, I'm also not perfect. I also still struggle, even though I talk to them all the time about how I'm doing better because I am, but it's like my feet still sometimes get taken out from under me. And that doesn't mean I have to stay on the ground. It means I can still get back up, but it means I have to validate and be honest about the fact that, hey, I just fell on my butt. I need time to get back up. And I think that's something I've realized in the last month because one, right, I um, haven't posted a podcast in a while, but that's because I wasn't ready to post it and I didn't want to post it. It was ready. And um, something that is within that is the idea behind it in the last month, right? I uh, changed my antidepressants to a different antidepressant and I was on it for a while and I started to get really sick recently and I was going to work and because I took all these jobs on, right, I start work at 5.30 in the morning and then I go straight to Hamilton after that and then I'm at Hamilton and then sometimes I got breaks but then I was also substitute teaching so sometimes I was at Hamilton all day until I went to club all night and I wouldn't get home until like 10 and then I wouldn't go to bed till like 12. I wasn't getting much sleep so I thought it was that at first. Then I started tracking my sleep and I realized it wasn't the sleep. So then for about a week and a half, they thought I had valley fever, which is something that's super serious, which I didn't actually understand and I didn't even know what valley fever was. Then I started breaking out in full-on hives. I was struggling to breathe. There was getting hives on my throat. Um, and so I got a bunch of blood tests done, got tested for valley fever, all this stuff. Um, but within that, right, I was not taking breaks. I was super sick. I could barely sleep. I could barely move. I was like barely functioning. And it's not that people weren't telling me, like, hey, you all, it's okay to take a break because the people in my life are very awesome. They're very, like, take a break, dude. Like, take a break. But I didn't – I don't know how to take a break. I don't know how to accept the help I needed. And that was the thing. I was running myself into the ground. And um, come to find out, the antidepressant I was on was actually – I was very, very allergic to it. So I was technically, in all honesty, like, poisoning myself for the last month. So literally destroying my body. And so almost in that same form, I was actually poisoning myself mentally because I wasn't taking a break when I needed one. I was literally preaching to my athletes about like, take a break when you need one. Take a break when you need one. Care about yourself first so that you can fill other people's cups. But I wasn't doing it. I wasn't living what I was saying. And that's my number one thing I hate. I hate when I don't live what I say because I'm like, if I want to tell my athletes to do something, I need to live it. And I did. I, I worked again and I realized and I took a day off from work, which... I, that sounds really, really, really stupid that I'm that excited about it. But, like, I took one day off of work and didn't go out to the club soccer fields. And that was a big step for me. It was a big step in the sense of saying, hey, 
you need a rest, take it. And yeah, maybe it didn't give me like all the rejuvenation in the world, but right, it gave me this idea of, hey, the world doesn't fall apart when you take five seconds to realize that you're overworking yourself, right? Like the world doesn't fall apart. And so that's something I think I really realized in that sense of, right, life comes at you and throws curveballs. Things happen. I was getting sick from my meds that were supposed to be helping me. I then, after that, go on a trip to North Carolina to see my friends because I hadn't seen them since I was, or hadn't been out to North Carolina since the weekend I lost Henry um, from our family. And I was nervous to go back out there, I think, because I was nervous that if I go back out there, something was going to happen to my sister. Um, I went out there. I struggled a little bit to go out there. I cried when I got there. A lot happened, right, and the idea of that. Um, but I realized when I was out there, I was like, Kieran, you haven't taken a second to sit and freaking breathe. You haven't taken a second to understand that as much as you tell people they're valid, you're valid. And right, it's hard sometimes. Sometimes it's hard to understand and to hear our own words and to understand that we are loved and we are worthy of love. And the best way we can help people is by helping ourselves first. Um, but right, like going through all of that, my family's still healing from all of that, struggling with the year that we've had, struggling with the idea that like, right, I haven't hugged my sister in over, I think, four months because, right, I work in a school, I work around athletes and... I don't want to get her sick because th there is a possibility of COVID and things going on in this world and issues happening. And right. Like that's something we're afraid of because things have happened in this world and people, and that's, I don't want to get this to focus on that because that's whatever. But like, I haven't hugged my sister and we are very like a loving family and we're a very quality time family and physical touch family. And like, I haven't been able to give my sister a hug in months in months and that sucks and it and it sucks and i didn't validate that i was just like nope you have you need to be okay there's people dying there's other things happening your feelings aren't valid i was literally destroying myself because i wouldn't take time to understand that my feelings are valid i've gone through a lot and every feeling i have is valid whether it's joy whether it's pain whether it's anger whether it's irritability they're valid and the only way we can do better and be better is understand that our emotions are valid. And with that, right, like, obviously, those are big examples. And the idea of, right, like, validating the fact that I feel depressed sometimes, validating the feelings that I go through, validating it's Suicide Awareness Month. And that brings up stuff for me. That brings up stuff for my family. And sometimes I am, I'm annoyed because my family gets more worried about me because they're worried that I'm hiding again. And... Then I get irritated because I'm like, I'm fine. Stop asking me, right? But it's like, those are valid feelings that they have because they're scared to lose me because I hit for so long. And it's like, we have to learn to validate all emotions. And I think that's something I've seen in sports, right? And that's even within this weekend, right? I was coaching soccer and this is something that I want like you to take from this week's podcast, right? Is the idea of validating your emotions, validating what you've been through in the past year, validating what you've been through in the past week, right? It doesn't mean me being like validating that is going to make everything better. It doesn't mean this bad stuff's going to stop happening, right? Trust me, I feel like I just keep getting hit and hit and hit and hit. And I'm like, when is it going to stop? When is everything going to stop and I'm going to feel joy again? When are the bad things going to stop? 
but it's because I got so focused on the big bad things and I missed the small moments of joy, right? And I got so focused on that I wasn't good enough, I wasn't valid, I wasn't doing well enough that I just forced myself to be numb. I forced myself to not feel the pain or the joy. And that's not good either, right? We have to validate our emotions. And so that's the thing I saw this weekend even with my girls that I've seen with some of my athletes that are going through some real serious stuff. They're like, okay, well, it just keeps getting worse. Like, I feel like I can't get my footing back. And trust me, I want to just pick them up, put them on their feet and be like, I'll help you. It's good, right? But I also can't fix them. So it's the idea of understanding, like, take the time to take five seconds to sit there and understand your feelings are valid. They're valid. I'm validly allowed to be sad. I'm allowed to be mad. I'm allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be irritable. I'm allowed to just want to give up, but I'm not allowed to actually give up. I'm allowed to feel that, right? But I need to push because if I validate it and I see it, and I'm open about it, and I'm real about my emotions, I promise you, things will get better eventually. They will, because I was in those deep clouds, and I thought the sun would never rise again, and it has risen, 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 oh my god, good English, passionate, sorry, I'm getting a little worked up, Um, but, right, oh, I said sorry again, crap, I'm not supposed to apologize, Um, but, right, it's, our emotions are valid, and in fact, like, I even felt guilty for not posting podcasts the last couple of weekends, and I'm like, Kieran, why do you feel guilty? Like, I'm talking in third person also. Um, why do you feel guilty? Like, your emotions are valid. You needed a break from posting podcasts because it wouldn't have been a good podcast. It wouldn't have been valid. It wouldn't have been real. It wouldn't have been honest. And I truly believe that. And that's something that I think I see and I see in a lot of my athletes because, right, a lot of them, one, are going through seasons right now where they're playing a bunch of soccer. They're living through a pandemic. They're in high school. They're in some of the most stressful times of their lives. People are on them about what college they're going to commit to. People are on them about how they're playing in their sport. People are on them on everything, right? Am I playing good enough? Am I good enough in my body image? Am I good enough in everything, right? Those are all valid emotions. And the thing is, when we try to hide those valid emotions and we try just to work harder to ignore the fact that we're struggling through things, it doesn't actually help us get better. It just pushes it to the side until it starts to build up and build up and build up, and build up, until we explode, and so what I want you to hear, and what I want all of these young athletes to hear, but the moms that listen with my young athletes, with the coaches that I have that listen, with my friends that listen, no matter what age you are, where you're at in life, whatever you're struggling with, you are valid, you are enough, you deserve to be loved, you deserve to feel all of the feelings, And you deserve to take a break. You deserve to understand that you're just as valid as the person next to you. And I need you to hear that because so many of us don't believe it. And I'm telling this to myself as well. Because so many of us don't believe that we're valid and that we deserve to live. We deserve to give ourselves energy. We deserve to take rest when needed. And it's hard because, right, like some of us, we like we can't take rest. We can't miss work, right? People are relying on us or our family is relying on us. But what I tell you in this is if you don't take the rest when it's needed, you won't be able to accomplish the things later that you need to live, right? If I don't take rest from work, I won't actually be able to stay good at my job to where I keep my job. That's something I had a conversation with my athletes in the locker room right before I went to North Carolina because, right, 
I had just been sick for a while. I was really struggling. I was coming to work really angry. And I hate the emotion of anger, but it's a valid emotion that I've learned that when you're angry, you need to feel angry. You don't need to take it out on other people because that's not right. But like, write it down, understand the anger, go in a room, scream. I like to do this thing with my athletes where you pause for three seconds or pause. You count to three and then you all scream on the top of your lungs. So like, I'm not going to scream on this podcast, like real quick. Okay. When I count to three, I want you to wherever you're at, scream as loud as you can and just let every emotion you have right now out. Okay. One, two, three. I hope that was an awesome scream. I hope you really enjoyed that. I hope you got your emotions out. If you need to do it again, do it again. That's something I do a lot. I usually do it with the windows down. I scream and then I roll the window back up. So I like feel like I let those emotions out and they're out. Um, but right, it's something that I talked to them about and I was like, listen, I was like, I want to apologize because I haven't been showing up as my authentic self, even though I had been telling you I was. I was like, I've been showing up angry and irritable because I hadn't taken the rest I needed. And so I wasn't giving you guys my all. And I wasn't being authentically me. I was trying to be this perfect coach that made all these girls understand that they were valid. But I realized by trying to be so perfect at showing them that they were valid, I was invalidating myself. And then I wasn't even doing what I was supposed to be doing because I wasn't living my example. And that's something I realized and I talked to them about it and it was really cool because then a lot of them actually were able to help validate me in the sense of like being like, hey, hey, well, like you have been awesome as well. And like you are showing us that, yeah, we can admit when sometimes we haven't been doing what we wanted to be doing and how we wanted to be living. And that's something that I think was so cool for me to understand that like being open about it and being open about the fact that, hey, I was struggling with taking my own advice almost helped them more than it did when I wasn't taking my own advice. Because, right, being open and honest and authentic with everyone in our lives changes our world. It does, because so much of our pain, so much of our problems is lack of communication and lack of being honest. Honest about what we feel because we're afraid to be vulnerable. But we're never going to truly experience love and joy and validation if we're not vulnerable. And I know it's scary. Trust me, I know. But the more we can be vulnerable about the things we go through and vulnerable about when we need a break and vulnerable about when we need to validate our emotions, the more we'll change this world. I promise. So I ask you, be vulnerable. Validate your emotions. Let people know when you need help. Be honest with people when you can't help them. Say, hey, I love you and I care about you, but I need a break. And that doesn't mean being like, you're overwhelming me, right? Like, that's not something to say to somebody, but in the sense of being like, right. So my athletes needed to meet. And I was like, hey, listen, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be able to give you my 100% if we meet right now. I need to take a break. I need to sleep. I need to have Sunday off. And right, I think that was a smart decision because I think I wouldn't have been able to give them the full thing of me that they needed if I wouldn't have been able to set a boundary and understand that my emotions weren't in the right place to help someone. And it's hard for us to understand that. But the thing is, it's being vulnerable and understanding that if we validate who we are and we validate that we are okay and we are authentically ourselves and we need a break, we're actually helping them more because we show them that as well as they can take a break. But also it just shows the world that, wow, she's authentically being her. And it's not, it's not like I'm authentically being happy, right? I'm not like over here being like, I'm so happy. I need to take a break because like your sadness is going to sad, like sad me out. No, it was, hey, I'm overwhelmed. I need to take a break. 
so that I can then take a minute, find some joy, find some like rest, and then validate your emotions, right? And I think that's something that's just so cool and an awesome concept to understand. And so, right, I'm like getting a little bit like overwhelmed and a little bit right now, like I'm like talking very like, this might be a hard to follow podcast. So if it is like, good luck, because my brain's a little wonky at times. But it's because this is what I'm passionate about and the idea of right, life's not perfect. I can't give I can't get up here and write you a perfect paragraph. That's not who I am. I'm not going to give you a perfect like, one, two, three, four, five, follow these steps to be happy, follow these steps to be valid, follow these steps to heal your trauma. I think that that's not true. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can just have all these steps that work for everybody that are like, hey, this is good. Now you're good. Life's good. Everything's perfect. Everything's cured, right? It's the idea behind understanding doing what's best for you, doing what you need to do in this moment to take care of you, to take rest, to find energy, to validate your emotions. Because yes, it's been a rough year. It's been a rough couple years. It's been a rough month. It's been a rough day. And those are valid emotions. And those are things we need to realize because yes, they happen and things are going to happen, but it doesn't mean the sun won't rise again. And it doesn't mean we can't get out of that. But if we don't admit that we struggle sometimes and we don't understand that every emotion is valid, whether it's pain, sadness, whatever, then we won't ever feel joy. Because if you don't feel the sadness sometimes and you don't validate that, you'll almost become this wall where you stop feeling in general. And you don't want that. I promise you don't want that. I was there for a while and you don't want that. Feel the pain so that the joy can just feel that much better. And be honest about the pain. Be honest about the anger. Be honest about the joy. Be honest about it all. And so I leave you with that and the idea of, right, it hasn't been easy. And it hasn't been easy on me. And I haven't been honest in all aspects of my life. But it's always time to start fresh. Right. I might have had a rough five minutes, but I can always start a new five minutes. And that's the thing I always love to hone in on. And that idea of in soccer and sports in life, if you're having a rough five minutes. Those five minutes happen and they're very valid and it's understandable that they happen. But you can't change those five minutes. You can validate them and then you can move on and start a new five minutes. So I ask you, sit with yourself today. Validate every emotion you feel. Understand that you're okay to not be okay sometimes. And you're authentically you is awesome. And you're loved for just being you. And I'm so thankful you're here. I'm so thankful you're fighting for another day. And I'm thankful that no matter what happened to you in the past year or two years or your life, you've continued to fight. And I just want you to know that it's okay. And it's okay to to not always be okay. And it's okay to sometimes hide that and understand that, hey, I hid that for a while. I can't change the fact that I hid that I was hiding it. But now I can understand that I need to be honest about what I feel. doesn't mean I need to be honest with the whole world and be like, woohoo, right? Like I'm a person that's like that, but some people just aren't like that. They're not open in the idea of talking about it. But be honest with yourself. Be honest with your heart. Sit there with your soul and be honest with what you're feeling. And it really changes your life. And so in all honesty, I'm feeling really tired right now driving back from California. I'm overwhelmed. It's a work week coming up. So I'm going to have to find some time to take some time to rest. But I'm excited for the week. I'm excited to keep going. I'm excited to learn from every emotion I'm going to have. 
And I'm honest about the fact that I miss my nephew. I wish he was here. And I miss my uncle. I wish he was here. I wish my family wasn't going through the pain they went through and are going through. But I understand that I can feel that and I can focus on still continuing to move forward as I feel that. And so I'm, this is a little bit of a longer podcast, so enjoy it. Um, let me know what you think, but, um, you are valid and take the rest you need because your energy matters and who you are matters and your feelings are so, 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 so valid. So don't ever forget that. So in honor of Henry and my uncle Robert, I love you both, and I thank you all so, so much for listening. I ask that you go out and do some act of random kindness when you get a chance and sit with yourself and really validate those emotions you're feeling and understand that you're valid. Um, all feelings are valid. Fly high. Seek the nectar. This is Kiergan Wall with HMP, Help More People podcast. I appreciate you. I love you. Have an awesome Sunday. Thanks for listening. Bye.